welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 455. Lynn's returns. Yay! For a week off. I had a lot going on last week. I apologize. I know y'all missed me. Tony spent a lot of money while I was gone, so he definitely missed me. (laughs) My wallet missed you. (laughs) Lynn's, is it here? I'm going to buy everything. If you ever get, like, a serious girlfriend, she's probably going to be real suspect about our relationship since you do kind of use me as a monitor for what you should spend. <laughs> I'm going to be like, don't spend $100 on that bitch. Baby, <laughs> baby, don't worry about it. Lynn said it was okay if I spent this. <laughs> it's going to be a real weird thing that happens. <laughs> um, we all had books to review. Uh, some were more, uh, I guess, some hopeful were real, than others. Some were real mentally draining, mm-hmm. spiritually draining. Yeah, and we got into, I don't know. Just a little bit of stuff here and there. A little news, a little newsy news. Not a whole lot of crazy stuff happened no. this week, but it doesn't keep us from chatting for a good while about things and stuff. Yeah, so you're just going to have to listen to find out what all that stuff is about. There's a lot of things, too. So grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 455. I'm a Lego billionaire. Hopefully they'll... Crypto's out. Lego's in. <laughs> Let you use Legos to play, pay for your funeral. I'll build my own casket. Surprised that you haven't brought up Shenron right here. Oh, I didn't even notice it. I was literally. You got quite the Lego events going on in this room right now. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. what happened? Uh, you weren't here for a week, and I spent all of my tax returns on stuff on Legos. Yeah. Oh so my God. well, he spent all the money we made on the podcast yes. on Legos. Does this actually work? Is it a workable? Yes, it comes with it's Lego Nintendo system that actually has circuitry that it has me put together to somehow make it work. Now, I didn't no, know if it just came with an inside. You is built it, the outside. Is it an actual cartridge or is it No, it's all Lego, but the TV has a diorama that it turns yeah, yeah, and so yeah. you can kind of make it look like Mario's going through so the like world. So you use a control stick and it just turns gears. Um, or like there's the, no the, well, there's a, a spinner. You turn the, the yeah. Oh, there's just a crank. Okay. Yeah. There's not. I mean, you could hook up a motor to it, but that is fucking sweet. And that's pretty cool. Last fall when it came out, uh, me and my buddy were talking about it, and I was like, I, I don't have the 220 bucks for that. Like that's just too much money. But I had my tax return, and then I was like, Sesame Street's for your. Yes, that is for my the children. Yes, right. Yes, because I never liked <laughs> Sesame Street to have a Lego set. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> I originally went to Lego.com to buy this Infinity Gauntlet that they just showed mm. that came out last week to oh, pre-order yeah. it, and that's when I started seeing some of these sets that were hard to get or just re um, back in like production. Sure. And so I got those and some other small things. This one with Dragon Ball Z. Is that new too, or has that been here? Oh, that's been here for a while. Okay. That one was another wish, and this Dragon Ball Z one was actually a wish. This one's pretty cool, and I'm surprised for it being wish because you'd normally get shit from them. 
but it's, it's actually decent. It's pretty, I would say the faces are a little whack uh, on Goku. His uh, he's in Super Saiyan, and it's but uh, who is this? Oh, that's Oob. Yeah. Are you a DBZ fan? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. No. There's a big pink blobby fat guy who is the bad, the bad guy of one of the seasons. I know what he looks like. And he ends up becoming a good a guy when boy. they split him apart. When he dies, uh, he, re- he resurrects as that guy. Oh. And, he, and then that character gets almost no screen time afterwards yeah. <laughs> going forward. So yeah, so I just built that, and then I and then uh, what else did you buy? Oh, uh, there's lens. <laughs> you cannot leave. Like <laughs> I know. Usually, I'm like the voice of reason. Right? I didn't know I was supposed to be like his accountant. Okay, so <laughs> so Lego, I spent about five hundred bucks. Oh my god, dude! That's how much. He Legos has so are? much stuff he has to was do this, on his house. Is this three fifty? That was two twenty. Two twenty. Yeah, yeah. So Buddy. So uh, no more toys. You gotta buy a porch. Okay, this no more toys. Last you what about years. what about things that I'm investing in? Did you buy more coins? No. Good thing because it was a bad time. To if buy you coins. call yeah. Legos investments, I'm gonna smack you in the fucking face. <laughs> I mean, these are. These, <laughs> I would these say Legos, not so much. It have to be un- not unboxed. Yeah. Right? Have, or it has yeah. to be boxed. It can't right. be sealed. So my brother. I brought it up on the show last week. Uh, my brother came to me with an investment opportunity, uh, Magic the Gathering cards. Mm. And Does he want to buy a case? Yes. Yeah. And the course set and everything's coming out because the set that's coming out is Forgotten Realms, which right. is story series that we love and getting back into magic. And there's all these new fan-dangled rules and everything that I don't know that my brother picked up already a booster set and he kind of knows them and and wants to play, and it's just more family bonding. And So, my ex played Magic. He still does, but I don't care anymore, I guess, is the point. Um, but the rule was he had to it had to self-sustain the habit, right? Mm-hmm. So, he would buy cases, and then he would sell enough to pay for the case, and then maybe make a little bit of money to buy more. So, if you are diligent in doing that... But so, how you're telling is- me he did that? He did do okay, it. Okay, cool. Then yeah. hopefully I don't feel so bad. You just got to know where to turn them around well, at. I will say this. So uh, Pokemon cards is the same thing right, right now, right? So we, I don't know if you guys saw the Walmart. Uh, they the, pulled the yeah. Pokemon. Well, they like people were fighting. fighting and lining up. It was like Black Friday all over again for Pokemon cards, which is insane. But it's because... They're like tripling in price in My a kid month. has so many old yeah. ass Pokemon cards that we just bought at like a garage sale. Oh my gosh. Most of them aren't even the, in English. I should go to the garage sales. <laughs> Some grandma doesn't know yeah, what yeah, she's exactly. on to. Especially it's graduation time, right? Oh uh, yeah. All parents sales. are like, get the f- your fucking shit out of my house. Yep. And they're like, <laughs> if you don't take, you know, their kids go off to college and they're like, I'm getting rid of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm turning their bedroom into my sewing room or my yoga room or whatever it is. We should do it. I mean, I've got a friend who has legitimately invested like probably over $10,000 in Pokemon cards and his re- rate of return, if he were to sell them right now, is like 250%. Wow. I wow. should ask Connor to dig his up and just bring him in for you guys the so you key, can look at him. For all you, because I don't know if they're even worth anything. They're for all you all investors trash. out there, uh, the key is the box. That's for you because that's what's the reason it's 
going to for not some open months. the box. Not well, open. Keep oh, the plastic yeah, and all, the, all loose. the boxes. Of which now you can make decent money off of old cards like individuals, yeah. but that big payoff. People for whatever reason, it's the, the people mystery. prefer the mystery. Now a lot of it's because streamers. That was the big thing that supply got sucked up because streamers realized that little kids were making millions of dollars on YouTube opening up random toys and stuff and then you know everyone likes the the unboxing. addiction of unboxing and what card are you going to get and so you it's know crazy. some guys like I dropped $45,000 on this box I'm going to open it and then he makes like 4 yeah. million on the YouTube video so See I don't think magic cards are the same way because he would sell singles Okay. He would either sell them online. He had like a group of people. I don't know if it was on eBay or what, how he would sell them, or he would take them to Goldmine in Kentwood, and Rocky would buy them. Um, that I would say, Magic, just because of the style of the game. People want certain cards. And yeah, they're yeah. looking to build a deck. Yeah. Specifically, and there's so much. There's way more variety. So in magic opening them wouldn't be up. bad. No, I not not so much. Not as much magic. Okay. Because no. we're undecided on what we're gonna do with that extra. Box. Well, the thing is, if you're gonna do with, if you're gonna like save the box to invest, you want to save it for like eight years. Like that's where you can make a ton of money on it. But Maybe. Oh, I didn't realize we. If do. they have, are they? Do they have epic cards? They have epic cards in them, yeah. right? I mean, but that's where is, you make all your you money. Can, and I don't know how Magic does it. I do know, like Pokemon, one pack in the set is a ultra ultra rare. Like the highest tier yeah. rarity I, is what there's one card per box is one of them. Yeah, I think magic cards. I think the cases they guarantee to have mm -hmm. like a couple of epic cards and a bunch of rares, and then like the you super duper. Get your rares. scale out, man. I mean, it's it's if been you keep them. Get your scale out, and you weigh it. The uh, holographics way more. So, oh fuck! I guess I I it's been a long time since yeah. I bought magic I don't cards. Know. I I have some old school ones That's that do me. are worth some money that I may look into unloading because. Yeah, we made an investment, and I. Uh, How much does a case of magic cards go for these days? I don't. Uh, Retail is probably like 180, 160. Oh, for the box of some? Yeah, I think so. These yeah, also had some like higher ones. Uh, getting the main, like, like already pre-made boxes that we're getting two sets, one for us to open. Pretty much, we're getting two oh, of like everything, so decks. we can mm -hmm. play with some and then hold on to yeah. some to sell. Uh, yeah, the cheapest so. right when they FYI, come out. FYI, you guys. My place of employment, which you both know, I receive a 10% discount on general merchandise. Ooh. And that includes trading cards. Ooh. <laughs> so. Uh, well, I just looked it up. The next Pokemon set's June 18th, so let's make a trip yeah. on June 18th, and we'll uh, <laughs> all become millionaires. And yeah, we invested over 700 bucks, so. Buddy, where are you getting this money from? Yeah, that's half. I only have to pay half that, but the government. Yeah, that, is that I what mean, it was? Was this, all tax return money? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Do what you want with that shit. You should have bought a porch for your house, but I I would need ten tax returns <laughs> to do that. I will point. say this: in you know, to your credit, Tony, but wood right now is literally like year that's over true. year is like six times as costly as it was this time that's last true. year so all our houses are worth like thirty thousand dollars more right now because there's a, of that I, have you guys seen the wood memes people are like fifty thousand or best offer like i know low balls i know what i have and it's like a sheet oh. of plywood mm -hmm. oh yeah in garage right yeah oh my god or the, or the woman saying take me to someplace expensive and they're in the lumber yard. My, my garage is a gold mine right now, then. It's got so much scrap wood in it, it's crazy. I, I also saw one where it had, like, this 
like 1960s Porsche, like you know, one of those like garage finds where it's been lost for ages and someone refound it, and they took a picture and they're like, check out this amazing find, and everyone's like, oh yeah, that is crazy. The Porsche is cool too, but because there's a piece of plywood like leaning on the back wall, everyone was talking about the plywood instead of this, you know. Forty or $5 million Porsche or whatever it was. But. It's wild. Yeah, so, but I do blame you because this was all happened in the week that you were not here. Yeah, I apologize. But now I'm completely distracted by that, the fact that this guy's riding on a giant sperm. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nimbus, the cloud. It's not what it looks that... like. It looks like a giant sperm. <laughs> it's, it would honestly, all right, here, Tony, take the tail off. Was gonna pop off. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the top view, yes, yes, I can see that. But if you just pop the tail off, looks fine. Yeah. Now the tail obviously gives movement. Right. But movement towards the egg. Hey, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. take a picture of this because nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> you want Goku on or off? Because I think he's getting off. <laughs> He's on his way. Watch out, Chi-Chi. Goku's coming. Oh. Okay. Um, all right, so I'm going to start off with some comic book reviews. Uh, what I have for you is Fantastic Four Life Story number one. And this is in the same vein as Spider-Man Life Story, which, Linz, you read oh, those, right? yeah, that was really good. And this is good. They're going through the decades. Yeah, so this starts off in the, in the 60s when they, they were formed, and this also has coincided with, this is their 60th year mm-hmm. anniversary, so there's going to probably be a lot of Fantastic Four stuff coming out. I mean, they've already keep teasing of a movie, so I bet you by the end, actually no, I've, I read up that they're going to announce the cast by the end of the year, so it's going to be the year of Fantastic Four. And the problem with that is, we have done this too many times. I know the Fantastic Four story in origin. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. with that being said, there is part of me that I'm like, okay. But then there's other parts where I enjoy this for what they're trying to do. Because comic books as a medium, like, they're so rapid fire. Like, they come out each month that when publishers are making these things, they don't really always have real world stuff that happens go into them where this whole life story is trying to do that setting it in a tone and watching them age throughout the actual mm-hmm. years and that whole part seems interesting except for and it's kind of the same thing with the spider-man one the first issue and two just seemed kind of like i've seen this it's yeah. not until it starts kind of diverging more if they get older and it's different that's yeah that it really seems because even within this it spent way too much time going over how they got the powers. Plus, there's uh, some... It's not the main 616, because there's... Obviously, with them aging in real time, right. it's not going to be the same yeah. Marvel Universe. But even some of the origin stuff to this is a lot different, too. Or at least they don't um, talk about it as much. No Victor Von Doom uh, here at like in college and everything... Um, right away it opens up with JFK talking to Reed about needing to get into space right away because the Soviets have already gotten up there. And and putting those kind of contacts with uh, certain presidents and everything and some newspaper articles does set, set it in the 60s. 
but I felt there was so much missing from there, even with them being when they got their powers. Mm-hmm. Um, a big divergence from this, too, is kind of how the characters are. Uh, Sue Storm, you know, not being really uh, a model or anything. She's just another engineering scientist with Reed. Good. And Ben. <laughs> what? Well, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but Ben <laughs> being not college buddies with Reed, though, mm. it was some person that um, Johnny knew. Mm. And mm. when they were looking for needed. So I was like, that sets a very different dynamic, especially for how Ben has always felt about turning into the thing and everything. Well, yeah, I mean, that whole dynamic was hinged on the fact that they were like. Yeah, so you didn't hate them because they're best friends, yep. but this guy doesn't even know. He's going to save them and figure it out. Right. Or... And also, too, like in Johnny fashion, like he wanted to go up when he heard Sue and Reed talking about this and. No, you're too young. He's like, oh, well, I'm not too young enough to, like, phone NASA and tell them that you're about to steal this, you know, space plane. So that's how he kind of got concocted in. But besides, like I said, pretty much that was most of the events, except for when getting bombarded with cosmic radiation, too, Reed had seen the face of Galactus. So this also sets that up a lot sooner than the coming Galactus story where that happened after... The Fantastic Four has already been doing stuff in their superhero suits. Overall, and they showed a little bit of like one scene of them fighting the Mole Man and a couple different things, but really that was it. It was more of the day-to-day, what's kind of going on with them now. Yeah. Spider-Man was like that, too. Y- yeah. It got into like the nuances of like the relationships. Yeah. And, and that's stuff I enjoy, except for I know the relationships that... Like, Anyone that doesn't know Spider-Man's story mm-hmm. or the Fantastic Four, I think this would be better for some of those not well-known. But again, yeah, you not, say that now, but you wait a couple issues when they really take things. Fucking, no, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I'm not saying this whole thing is bad because I'm. Yeah. I can't wait to get that. I'm just saying for a first issue, that's what you're getting into. So know that you're going to kind of read it, being like, "Why am I reading this?" Right. The small twists in this one were interesting enough. Uh, the art was phenomenal. Uh, I do think that everything that they're going to be getting to will be great, especially, I mean, I really want to see the 80s. I mean, everyone has nostalgic for the years when they grew up, and I obviously right. have that for the 80s, but I'm wondering if they're going to talk about how they were, you know, they're the celebrities of the world, so like toy figures and everything, and how that factors in, or TV shows, but... All in all, it's it's good. Who wrote who wrote this? Uh, Mark Russell. Okay. Art by Sean Zaski and yeah. colors by Nolan Woodard. I didn't know if Chip Chip popped on this one too. No, that's what and that's what I I had would have thought maybe that's kind of going to be his thing, but obviously he's enjoying Spider Man and he's doing one of the Spider Man books, the running one. Oh yeah. I forget. Can't the, stop or, the running oh. Spider Man. Yeah, it's literally well, it's like it's like. Like if you watch it's the like movie Crank or, or yeah, it's like he just can't stop. Okay. It's just constant action. He can't stop. He's Sonic. He's gotta go fast. Yeah, I mean it is, it's good. I mean it's good. I like yeah. Chip too. He does good work. But yeah, so I, I do like the creative team seems to be good. It's just that one small thing. Like I said, I'm n- trying not to knock it at all because yeah. it's going to turn into a good book. The little things that they change to end up having big impacts later. Because like I remember in Spider Man. The first issue dealt a lot with them being in high school and, like, the draft and how 
Spider-Man as a hero was asked by Captain America to go overseas and like help in the war and he said no. Okay. But maybe it was the other way around. Maybe he wanted to go and Captain America was like no you have to stay here. Either way Flash ended up dying in the war and Spider-Man held a lot of guilt because he felt like if he was over there he would have been able to save him or stop the war sooner or something. And that kind of leads into like the whole the way that tiny little change Right? Just created a whole offshoot in the timeline for them. So it'll be interesting to see how they take those small little variances. Especially the whole Ben and Reed thing. That could really lead into some crazy Mm -hmm. changes to the story. What? (laughs) (laughs) For all these years. (laughs) Oh, that's just my... That's just my Coinbase telling me that I've lost more money in coins. <laughs> oh, wait, no, never mind. I'm up again. Oh. Yay. It's been a roller coaster of a week with yeah. the Ethereum, crypto. Ethereum went up, or all coins. They're all, they're all moving together. Yeah. Um, I went back the other day. Do you have another book? or? No, that's it. So you, uh, you guys are in the most fucked up book today. <laughs> And I don't even know, like, I don't even, I haven't, Worse than the last time I haven't completely er, internalized how I feel about this book yet. It's called Red Room. It's by Ed Pisker, who did Hip Hop, Family Tree, and then he did X-Men Grand Design. Okay. And I think he did a fam, Fantastic Four one, two. His art style is very distinct and it's like, very like line heavy detailed sort of like retro sort of art so a red room you guys is a stream on the dark web where people murder somebody and stream it and people pay them bitcoins to like instruct how they're being murdered and i always thought the red room was like what where they learn to be assassins. Like, isn't that kind of like the term that's in movies and Black Widow? I don't know, but that's not what this Red Room is. Okay. (laughs) And I don't even know what to say about this comic I would say my question, knowing (laughs) the premise, right? So one thing, who is it uh, the perspective from? So it jumps around. So there's the, the... Red Rooms, most of them, like, there's novice ones out there and stuff, but the main companies, air quotes, that run, there's, like, five families that Mm -hmm. run them, and the idea is, like, they had all maybe come from, like, the five main mafia families, because back in the day, Murden was their business, and well, they used to be the people who trafficked in pornography back in the day, and the rumor was all, they also did snuff films and stuff like that, because, you know, snuff films have been around for a really long time. Um, And so, they kind of just moved into this dark web environment where they can stream it and because bitcoin's involved it's not tracked and like so you're following one of the families in this book and you find out how they do it and how they they have stars of the channels kind of like porn right where you have like these (laughs) girls who will get on and make all the money and they're like the big stars for a while and then Mm -hmm. they get old and tired and they're, Old and busted. Yeah, and then they have to move on to the hot new thing. And that's kind of how this works, too, except they're 
professional murderers. Oh my god, and it's crazy. And because of Ed's art style, it's so graphic <laughs> that I so, like. I don't so he know. Holds back absolutely nothing. I don't know how I feel after looking at it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I feel like a bad person just looking at what he drew, but I couldn't stop reading it. And so he would he would do the stories. He would follow this family. There's. Uh, a guy who works at a courthouse whose wife had just died, wife and daughter had just died, and come to find out, like, he was doing this sort of stuff on the DL on his own as a hobby, like, killing people and, and, and videotaping it and streaming it. And they bring him in, and it kind of, that's how they get into the detail of how the businesses ran. And it's just, and, but in between all of that, they show, like, the streams, like, screenshots almost, where you can see the chat alongside of what people are saying and there's some humor in that because every once in a while you know somebody says something like save his dick for last or do something with his pee hole and then somebody will always say like there's always a dick guy in this room (laughs) so there was some humor in it to kind of cut through but like that's probably i think anytime i've seen even like fictional stuff with that reality the toughest part is the observers yeah it's not that Okay, people have committed murderous atrocities forever, you know, and some have done it fantastically. Mm-hmm. Vlad the Impaler and stuff, right? Stakes, heads on sure. stakes, all that. But the idea that somebody's like paying right. to watch it is just like, right. it's so morally awful. And you know, they're rich people. Yeah. Um, and they even have a little bit of commentary at the end where, because there's the people who pay for it and they're the rich people and they're the ones who throw all the money at it and then you have the people who sneak in and they're able to download the stream and then they sell it on the black market and those are the people who always get busted by the FBI and you see these rich people just making fun of like the hillbilly rednecks who get busted and Mm -hmm. don't have the money and how they think it's funny that they're the ones who are getting arrested for it and stuff like that and so you see the disparity in in the audience and how the rich are the ones who are really driving this whole thing the 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 guy this big fat man i mean fat he's fat who ends up coming they they end up bringing in made like seventy thousand dollars his first go on this family's stream like as the new guy murdering somebody just yeah like so is it basically do they just basically set up some person they're like hey you're like a desperate person. Come murder somebody or So they brought him in because they found he was doing it on his own. Ah, okay. And streaming it. And so they found him and were like, we like your initiative. We like your style. You're never going to make any money. You're clearly just doing it for fun right now. We're going to bring you into this. the family. Yeah, it's crazy. And like... I, I really... I personally cannot deal with... And I've said it before, like real life gore blood well gore and stuff i just so out there that i can stomach that horror movies like like Evil i Dead i can or, yeah, yeah that's yeah. like or, or tarantino but it's like the like a real life like leg break and you see the oh. bone like oh or like a real gunshot wound in like yeah. a, a army movie like because it's more it's based in a reality type setting right where an alien like giant thing face hugger come out of your stomach like I don't necessarily see that happening every single Did day. Did you say coming out of or coming on your stomach? Yes, coming out of your stomach, but <laughs> well, actually out of your chest. The, the latter than the former. <laughs> the latter happens because of the former. But, um, but regardless, though, 
I love the Saw movies, and that's what I'm, I'm like thinking this of, like some very... person that does Saw type things in his room. Oh my god! Like so, the video that so the they're they're showing his video in the background, the one that he did that they kind of brought him in, and it's like he just he like peels the skin off the lady's face, sort of thing, in like a very grotesque way. But like, I mean, oh, I think I'm it, just having a hard time. <laughs> I think you know. I think it's about approach, right? Because something like the Saw movies, um, the his murders are obviously awful, right? I mean, that's why they right. got all the moms upset when they came out. And, you know, it's it's honestly like a gross movie, but the reasoning for the people being killed adds some level of justification. And for whatever reason, it just seems so much easier for your brain to disconnect. Whereas, like, like you're saying, Tony, like, I've seen videos of people die. Like, actual people die. You know, videos go around the internet from, like, Oh, I mean, we used to, Syria sell, we used to rent and, Faces of Death videos at the video yeah, store. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just, like, you know, all of, and LiveLeak, you know, LiveLeak's got tons of videos and stuff. And it's just, like, the reality of... Uh, <laughs> that exact face is how that, I feel inside. It's just like the reality of it. <laughs> it's like almost automatic, right? It's like instinctual. Yeah. You, you're repelled by death, by, you know, lizard. My lizard brain is saying, no, not, I don't want this. Um, but yeah, the broken leg, like actual yeah. wounds and stuff. Ugh. So I think if this were in color, it would be, I, w I don't even know that I would be able to get through Ooh, it. That would the be fact tough. that it's in black and white helps. Although his line work is so detailed that, like, I think also that makes it just your, more horrifying. Your brain is painting in the colors already. <clears throat> so the families have different strategies on how they do this. Like, he, the guy that they brought in, he was obviously just picking the people up off the street and doing it. This family breeds the people that they kill. Okay. They call them cattle. So if there's a lot of inbreeding going on, they keep them all kind of penned, and that's how they kind of elude getting caught. They're not kidnapping anybody. Right. And... They're making... But the audience is turning against that because these people look so fucked up from, mm -hmm. <laughs> from the years and years of inbreeding and torture yeah. and stuff like that that the people who are paying to watch these are like, we want normal... <laughs> I want to see you kill normal people. I want people. you to see you kill somebody off the street. Ah, uh, and so this was a this was a double issue. So it was extra long. There was a lot of stuff to get through, a lot of story, a lot of panels. The next issues are going to be just regular sized issues, and I think they're going to be hopping around from viewpoint to viewpoint. So it's not going to be following the same person each time. But I haven't decided yet. I think I probably will keep reading it. But I don't know, because I feel bad at the end of it. Like, I feel like I'm probably going to have nightmares about the idea of it. Well, that was the thing. The one that I remember, and this is like, it, obviously, it's also real. This is technically fake, but it's It's based it's so on a, like an urban legend, though, yeah, that these red so rooms good. actually exist. Well, and I, the, it's, the deep web is not 100% of a scary place, right? right? It's a designation for websites, but um, the deep web is like hundreds of times the size of the web that we use mm -hmm, every day mm -hmm. so there's i have no doubt that there's stuff like this potentially going on i mean i don't know about the people farms right you know right it's kind of look I, in the modern world it's where you're going to host that right 
Yeah. Everywhere on Earth is covered in people with cameras. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and we all hate the rich. I mean, it's the least a great villain. Everybody <laughs> can get on board, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you're only alienating the top 0.01% of the population from your comic, so it's a good choice to go against. But, yeah, I've seen, like, a video of, like, someone get shot and then die, and I was just like, it wasn't even violent. That was the thing. It wasn't violent. It was just a person. And it's like your soul reacts so you're like this is like repulsing there was a uh, a politician uh, was it in the 80s or 90s who was getting indicted for something it ended up not being something he actually did but he literally got on camera made a statement and in front of a huge crowd of people shot himself in the head whoa in like a very what was that um, movie network was that the one where the, the host kills himself on air was that network well, I know no, Joker's no. got it. Right? Yeah. Kills him live yeah. on the thing. Yeah. But... but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that there are people out there who like just. Uh, but I know there are. And you can't hit I... that. You can't hit that uh, technical difficulties button fast yeah. enough on something like that, right? <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying you can't hit that like button and subscribe. <laughs> Ring <laughs> the bell so you're notified of more videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. I think maybe that's the most disturbing part. Is like part of me knows that there, like, this is possible. In our world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that fucks me up the most. Yeah. Other than that, Ed's art is disgusting. <laughs> How dare you be such a talented artist. I know. Horrible person. I know. And, you know, when you read something like this or when you watch a movie like Hostel, like, part of you is like, what is wrong with this person? What happened to you? Yeah. Who hurt you? Yeah. And I just, I kind of, because, like, he did Hip Hop Family Tree and X-Men Grand Design and now he's doing this? Like, what happened, Ed? Did the quarantine really get to you? What's, go- what's going on? So, anyway. Maybe he found something and he was like, it's a fiction, guys. Help. You know, I'm on the inside. This is what's happening. It's, it's a super, I mean, I, tr- read with caution. Like, if you are any, any, any way, like, sensitive in nature, definitely do not fucking read this book at all. But, like, if. But also, I think you should read it. I, it was good. I couldn't stop reading, but I'm also horrified with myself. <laughs> this past weekend, I had a bonfire Friday and then Saturday, and both nights with two separate groups of people, randomly, someone in the group brought up the human centipede. Oh, God. Which then turned conversations really sideways. Yeah. That's uh, another thing. Somebody fucking thought that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. They're... And if one person thought it up, that means someone else can think yeah. it up. Oh, for sure. And do it. Yeah. And, yep. That's the person who would do it. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I read, and that's all I could manage. <laughs> like, I don't think I want to read comics anymore. <laughs> I'm done. I'm retiring. And now you're going to do Bible podcasts. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thought it would be. <laughs> it's about my conversion to Christ. <laughs> did you read anything this week? I did. I actually followed up on last week's read and read number two. Of Destiny New York. Um, I love Destiny New York so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited that you're reading it. Yeah, it was uh, a really good follow-up. So the first one... It was an overreaction, but I do really <laughs> love it. I love Pat so much. The first one left off, right at the end, basically, you've got... You had the main protagonist, like, friend, um, you know, friend with benefits, I guess is the best description, who... See encounters the current fuck buddy 
of the protagonist who is she's destined to kill who's supposedly like the greatest evil on this plane right but they in it they they do a really good job because the first one like sets up like the universe right we talked i talked last week about how everyone there's all kinds of different magic systems and alternate realities basically mix every comic power idea into one they all just kind of exist simultaneously um you get a little bit you get an actual explanation and i think it was really well done too because i talked last week how the story comes in with uh, she's basically accomplished her life's destiny. She's an already. Yeah, at like yeah. 13, yeah. right? 12 or 13, she accomplishes her destiny. And then in this one, she tells you what her destiny, what what that was that she was supposed to accomplish. And you're like, that's kind of lame. Mm-hmm. It was actually not even that exciting, right? It, you know, her uh, prophecy was that she would remove, like, uh, death from another uh realm right and so she basically like uh what do they call it astro projects herself into the realm of souls kind of thing and she basically just literally is like i was the only physical body there and so i ripped it out and then i brought it back to earth with me and then they studied it and it was just trash and they threw it away and that was like the end of her story her grand destiny yeah and so it really just kind of like adds to the uh you know difficulty of her life not only was did she fulfill her destiny at 13 it was actually pretty lame and she herself says it's pretty lame so um the explanation of the entirety of it is like two panels which is just very well like mechanically set up to explain it uh but yeah the second one gets a little bit more in depth they open up the they don't go into the powers and stuff like that but they open up the characters and why this person could potentially be like this great evil uh she's got a connection to the school that our protagonist goes to um was there at least there is like a little girl and then um the friend with benefits uh who was supposed to kill lilith is her name but it's supposed to kill lilith and uh she actually ends up going into her apartment and getting a cider like she gives her cider uh, Love does, and then she steals. Basically, he steals a knife, right? So she grabs a knife out of a knife block, puts it in her coat like she's ready to do it, and then they kind of like butt heads a little bit because uh, she was kind of being rude, and then she just leaves. And I'm like, so did you just like steal the knife? It feels like a CW show, but instead of who's gonna it hook up a, with who, it is a it's bit who's of a gonna CW kill show. who. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a, will they, they? Won't they? There. I'm guessing there's gonna be a sex scene in every single <laughs> co- book. At the, at the rate I'm looking, we're batting a hunt two out of two. Yeah, I would say, so, I mean, it is it is, it is pretty sex heavy. And it, I will say, it's not like vulgar in, oh, no. in presentation. It's very... It's, and it's short-lived. It's not like, you know, you get two two pages of plot and then 14 pages of... Right. Is this interest you reading about No, sex? I'm more into the Red Room stuff, you know. <laughs> Well, the, the sex in it is very so. Pat's a very um, LGBTQ friendly writer, so a lot of the sex in it is not s- straight sex. There are um, two so far. There are two male characters. The rest are women, mm-hmm. and there's probably seven or eight women that have like been given a name, um, and two male characters. Uh, the one is kind of a. Uh, Harry Potter parody, as I mentioned previously, 
and the other is a work buddy with the protagonist at a coffee shop, like yep. a Starbucks, right? And so all of the relationships are female relationships. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's established. I think the uh, coffee shop guy is gay. He is, yeah. I think he's so, married. Okay, so, yeah. um, you know, you have that. And so it's like, yeah, very... It, I was And I was saying this last week. I was like, it's almost awkward for me to read because it's becoming like not realistic and that there was like okay so where are like real relationships it was like just everyone was sleeping with everybody and she had like one real relationship and at least in this one they kind of introduced the fact that it fell apart because they had differences and they were gonna get married and i was just like is this what New York is? Like, maybe we should well, all just live in New, New York. York. Yeah, young New York. <laughs> young New York. Young magical New everybody. York. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, the other thing, too, is basically everyone's depressed Yeah. in this one. So that's something, like, to notice that, um, which, I mean, it's a tough topic, your destiny, right? I mean, it's appro- it's approaching it from a fun, magical standpoint, but right? they're definitely approaching the idea of, like, Well, you have, you, you have your health. people with destinies, and then you have the seers, right, who yeah. are be, are able to... So you're they're seeing stuff that they don't ever get to experience. They're cursed, yeah. too, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good book. And they did introduce a character who seems to have an underground plot, and in the... I thought it was really cool to present. Basically, it was like this guy walks into her office, so she's obviously, like, a madam, right? She's controls power over some, something she's got like a business she's running and on the edges of the page they basically squish the panels into the middle and on the edge of the page they have the faces of seers like around it so you're basically implying that okay she runs like a seer organization and maybe she's making up prophecies in order to manipulate you know that's kind of what it implies so that's pretty cool i'm just i'm imagining now both your books and how I could meant like mold them into one, like making the, the having these destinies like somehow kind of horrorish or like in the end. Oh. And what I'm thinking is, what if you know you think these are coming from like a divine being or something? Like it is your mm. destiny. Some outside force is saying this is what's going to happen. But what if at the end the plot twist is it's actually some wizard guy preventing people from killing him and getting stronger, and so he's the one that's been leaking these things for people to kill and when someone someone finds out that wait we've been killing not because it's their destiny but because some guy made it think like it was our destiny they really had free will all along but they thought they needed to and well that's what they're kind of introducing here is the idea that potentially everyone all this destiny stuff might have the potential of being influenced and not actually i won't uh, i won't tell you what the answer to that question well how many are out because it came out this year right well <clears throat> Pat, yes and no. Pat did this through a Kickstarter okay. years ago, and Black Mask just picked it up for like actual production. There's four volumes of Destiny New York out right now, and three or four offshoot series, Gangster Barista, and then he's got one in Kickstarter right now that's called Get High, See the Future, okay. which is about a pothead seer. Okay. <laughs> so there's quite a, a, a story universe. behind yeah. it. Right now, and I have I think volumes one through three. I don't have four for some reason, um, and it is very CW ish. But if CW trafficked in like this, <laughs> more of like a Sex in the City, 
pothead sort of genre. Because mm-hmm. pot is also a huge factor in this book. Um, maybe not right at not the yet, beginning, but yet. it gets it gets into it. There's so a lot more of FX. <laughs> <laughs> little L word mixed mm-hmm. with um, a Kevin Smith movie. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but I love Pat. I think he's really good at writing women. Um, there's some things that he does in that book where I'm like, oh, I don't know that a guy would pick up on that nuance of like a female's reaction to things. Mm-hmm. So keep reading. Read away, Anthony. It's I'll probably so never good. read another one ever again. I'll bring you all you know. the volumes next week. <laughs> you can really dig into it. Yeah, I do think at some point it's probably going to get, like, challenge your masculinity a little bit. So you might have to just dig through that to mm-hmm. keep going. So here's the thing, and uh, without getting into, you know, dangerous territory, but <laughs> with, the, with, with that, with a masculinity is it because of hard topics or unrealistic i think it's it just the point of view is so and it could be why i enjoy it so much the point of view is so much like a woman's point of view Mm -hmm. that i think men do find it unrealistic when they read it but it 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 isn't necessary you know because and i wouldn't necessarily say that it's it's not that i'm against it but i find myself turned off towards a story when it's a men are evil, mm-hmm. right? And I think the biggest thing being, and I'm sure all men think this, I'm not an evil guy, right? right? So that's where it's like, you know, I know that evil guys exist and mm-hmm. I know that evil women exist, right? But when it's, when there's like no good person, right? Which I think is very apt to much of media before the modern times, even into modern times, right? right? Where women were never strong. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, the... Um, Damsel in distress. Yep, they needed help, yeah. or their only contribution was to be, like, a motivation, or, like, oh, I ground him, you know, that kind of stuff. And so that was where it's unrealistic. And so I think that's where I... I don't know a media that pops into my head, but I would say that there's been media in the past where I've... Literally, I'm just like, I don't hate this, but... It makes me want to, like, not watch any more episodes of the show yeah. or read any more because it tends to just, like, rip from, like, I don't identify, and I get it. So it's, there are, there are some, there's, I think you get the um, obnoxious male characters kind of right away, and then mm-hmm. as they get into it, they get, they have the, there's a, the seer that is for um, the girl who's supposed to kill Lilith. Yep. That's a guy, right? Yeah, yep. You get more into his story and how overlooked he feels Mm -hmm. and so you kind of get into him a little bit more and he's a very sympathetic character um and i really like what they did with him so if you can stick in there i think you get over that initial hump of like all men are evil girl power Mm -hmm. she she man man haters club (laughs) or whatever but A man looks at me wrong, kill him. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, there's this whole scene in one of them where, you know, they do the, they're standing outside having a cigarette and a man walks by and is like, you should smile. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's in the first yeah. one, yeah. So. And she basically threatens to beat his ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think that plays into the book for much longer than that once you start building the actual relationships with the characters. But Tony's ready to move on and talk something about something else, I can tell. Uh, I mean, that, I mean, there's a couple things, but, like, 
I don't want to bring up NFTs anymore because they are just so fucking. Did you dumb. hear about? I gave an explanation last week. Oh, did you? I haven't yes, heard I have it to yet. Listen to that part. I will. I mean, just uh, they're there. I yeah. I feel TLDR. They're stupid and they're rich yeah. people. It gets poor people to take money from rich. People. I mean, ultimately, yeah. uh, just see Neil Adams is like getting in on it. Oh yeah, we talked about that and a couple then, weeks ago. Uh, Stan Lee webisodes are that he did. Who's are getting, getting the money for that? Probably the state, state or whoever Maybe. has his rights. I don't know. I don't know, know that and, any of those people deserve that money. No. <laughs> but again, why the fuck are you yeah. making NFTs? It's dumb. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's why I was kind of just like sitting here. I had that to start off. And then sad news, uh, Kintaro uh, Mieras, uh, who created Berserk. Have you ever heard of that manga? Miura, yes. Kintaro Miura. It's like pretty influential. I mean, as far as like the combat manga and anime goes, and it did not hold back at all. Either. Yes, it was pretty brutal. and so he passed away this uh, past week with uh, heart complications. I can't remember exactly what involved, but it had something to do with his heart. And this is something that Joe Hubbard from my geek scene he has recommended it to me all the time. Like Berserk's like the best manga ever, and even he said that the the anime that they kind of base it off of is good even though it's got mixed reviews I believe is what mm-hmm. he said and it's one of those things I've always thought of and so when I heard this about this like sure enough Joe was talking about it because he loves it and so I, I really want to learn more about this and it makes me actually going to seek it out to find out what all the hype is about mm-hmm. because and heads up it is uh, I don't know if it was 80s but it was 90s for sure so it's got that, you know, 90s cowboy bebop art style, right? As far, no, the anime is more modern, but the manga is kind of that classic. So you get that. It's interesting because nowadays it's, the artwork is almost like digital, right? Well, because they are, a lot of our artists are now are drawing mm-hmm. on digital tablets, Wacoms and stuff like that. But you get that nice classic style. Really good. I, I also highly recommend uh, the Berserk manga is very good. And I, too, like the anime. I think the anime lacks a little bit in, like, the reason why we're killing everybody. But the effects and the animation is really good, so you just don't care. So you kind of let... You're like, all right, we'll just, we just got to kill everyone, I guess. Um, Some toy news of stuff that I may or may not pick up. <laughs> uh, well, you're out of money now. You spent all your time on this. A good thing I don't necessarily care for some of these Transformers... I just don't like what they look like, except for... So they announced four new ones this past Friday, and I've started seeing reveals and, and pictures of them all. And these are all coming out of either the Shattered Glass uh, storyline or the 86 uh, toy line, which is based off of the Transformers movie. And the only one out of this is kind of... I want is Dinobot Slug uh, to go with my um, Grimlock... And I think I might collect all the Dinobots. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I need to, to stop spending yeah. money on things. But then there's another Lego set that was just announced. The LGBTQ plus uh Oh, I Rainbow saw that set. one. That one is pretty cool. And that's that's only 35 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, I can justify that. It's, it's a rainbow with rainbow people. Is the money going it's, to any sort of good cause? Or is Legos just marketing pride gear to make money? pretty much just marketing okay. for for pride but 
still, I think that's a, a really awesome thing for them to do. Uh, I will admit, I've never seen a purple person. Right. But I love the representation. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I finally meet one who's purple, I'll be like, hey, I saw you in a Lego set. <laughs> I kind of wish they were giving some of the proceeds to a worthy cause instead of just making a profit. I mean, they could be. It's just they haven't announced that yet. I mean, probably under pressure, they probably will. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, capitalism is capitalism, and Mm -hmm. pride is a is a commodity at this point. Um, There's one other toy that I kind of want, just because you know how I like replicas the most, and it's a show that I never fucking watch. Do you? Yes, swords and like things that look like props from. Actual, okay, shut up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe you. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh's Millennium puzzle. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, that's yeah. cool. It, it's like this like pyramid kind of I know what Yu-Gi-Oh is. It's yeah. the Flava Flav of anime. Yeah. Because it's literally Yu-Gi-Oh. like this big, so it's like, ah. Yeah. And it, it comes as a, a puzzle that you can put together and everything, and I think that's cool. But I was never really into Yu-Gi-Oh. But this looks kind of cool. But then again, it looks kind of cheaply made too. So it's like I don't need it. Is it an actual necklace? Well, it's 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 a three D puzzle that can it comes with a little. Cl- I mean, you could turn it into a necklace, I guess. But I don't. Do know. Do you if... ever wonder your, to yourself? What if you had, if I would wear this? Why is Tony single? <laughs> and then you hear well, him talk he, like this. It's because he it's doesn't like... have the Millennium puzzle <laughs> when he's out in the bar. If you you flash that bad boy, here's the thing. Women are going to ask questions, and that's how you get that started. You need a Millennium Puzzle and the Millennium Rod. If you buy, if you buy this for me, Lens, I will wear it up to the bar oh, one night. All right. How much is it? It's like 44 bucks on Amazon. The mille- you can get the Millennium Rod. You need to get the eye. I already have the Millennium Rod. Oh, that's gross. But you can't show it in public. You can. You'll just end up once. on a list. You can show it in public once. You get one time. <laughs> uh, there's some other uh, Lego sets that came out. Uh, one is the Daily Bugle, a Spider-Man that looked kind of cool. Like the building. Yeah. And then Just there's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's got all the little figures in like the Sinister yeah. Six uh, in it. Uh, there's also one of the Endgame uh, set with what looks like Avengers uh, Assembly. compound and everything. Okay. Uh, these are all cool too, especially for getting some of the little minifigs that are in these sets. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, a, I don't know, I'm more in the, like, limited kind of creative things like Sesame Street. I mean, that's for the niece and nephews. But, uh, yeah, there's also a Friends, their apartments set, which look kind of cool, actually. What are you doing? This is a Sesame Street Lego set that is for people 18 and up. What the fuck? <laughs> it looks like they're not getting it for a couple more years. What? Well, well here's the what? question. If we, we look at it. This is, is there, for adults. Is there booze in here? Or... You ever wonder why Oscar's like he is? <laughs> well, we all knew he was on I mean, I on think it sauce, depends on the difficulty, right? And that, that's how that they rate them. That might be why. It's uh, 1,300 pieces. It's not a whole lot of pieces, but whatever. Like, this one's seven and up. Yeah. This little guy. That goes for everyone. I just think it's funny that it's a Sesame Street set and they've marketed it and it's the difficulty level is 18 and up. Yeah, well, I mean, I, 
side. If you need help, Tony, just give me a call. I'll come <laughs> over. That's what we're saying. We're, we're concerned you about your ability to finish this puzzle. Well, let's 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 talk about then things for kids like Moda. Because that is not a show for kids. It's a cartoon. Of course it's for children. It's, it's stop motion. It is stop motion. Which is the one of my favorite kinds of, I, I guess, anim- it's, it's very it's robot chicken yeah. I just, I just find the complexities of stop motion just so fascinating. Well, yeah. I think it, uh, you know, and we've, you've seen, we've all seen plenty of movies, right? I mean, all, even like Wallace and Gromit classics. There's such an impact to every movement they make. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like Lego movie, right? It's not actual stop motion; it's digital. But that stop motion gives it like that fun robotic like movement. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's just really cool. And they can do like claymation weird things right where you smoosh the clay and it doesn't react with normal physics but i've only seen the previews i love i love that there's more marvel content for adults that's not a kid show yeah but also that it it doesn't take itself seriously and it's kind of disconnected from the mcu but it introduces you know side characters and shit and yeah is it like a episode of the week series where like it's not like a wrong long running no one yes so there is the ongoing <laughs> plot, but each week also feels like it's its own separate little yeah. what like you do. Like his, his familial relationships are falling apart. Okay. He's getting divorced. That, to, honestly, what? I could get into that show 100%, but I'm like, no one would ever fucking marry Modoc. <laughs> That's the part and that hurts you out of it. that woman pushed that giant-headed baby out of her vagina and can still walk. It's the most unrealistic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I guess I never really stopped to think about that until now. That's the perspective of a man, Tony. You gotta branch out. No, I, I enjoyed it, and it was fun. Um, he's kind of a bitch. <laughs> and, yeah. and, like, he's always been, like, one of those, like, B-level villains, right? Where they can do some really great stuff with him, but most of the time it's just a fun and crazy adventure that they go on with him. Um, he's never quite such a bitch <laughs> in it. And he's, like, full-on bitch mode in this. And I yeah. say that in a not very, like, the... Like, not a bitch like he's a woman. Like, he's a little bitch. <laughs> like, he got schooled by a guy who runs a fucking corporation. <laughs> because he had a MODOK toy that he, the dude ended up buying off the fucking internet just to fool him. Mm. And giving him some sob story about <laughs> how it got him. was funny. <laughs> 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 so, it, it was like, a, I enjoyed two episodes and then I was like, I need a break from MODOK. And then I'll watch two more, and then I'll need a break from Modoc. So I can't watch. I've it honestly been. I haven't finished the last couple episodes because I've been trying not to binge watch everything, and that feels like it needs to not be. Yeah. Binge watched. Well, it could because it's a comedy, so I guess those aren't as much as serious dramas. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm just too much though. It's too much all at once. True. I know you don't watch it. But you watch it, The Nevers? Yes. So, I didn't watch this this week's episode, no, so the finale. Only, oh, you didn't watch the finale? I mean, that came out last week, but... There, that's a two-parter, though, right? No, just episode six. That's the uh, superpower people in... Victoria. I thought Victoria. it was a two-parter. The one where they hop into the alternate the future or something like that. 
Yeah, okay. you saw that? Yeah, I watched yeah, that, that one. That, I thought yeah, that that's... was part one of two. No, that was the last of... Mm. They're, so that's not the end of the season. They stopped production because of COVID, and they well, were able to get those last two. And because Jaws Whedon got canceled. Yes, <laughs> and he's no longer on the series. Right. Which hopefully the people that are downvoting it are doing that only because of Joss, and because it's a good fucking. It is show a good show. That over. last episode really. I wish they wouldn't have done it, but I get it. I just hated it. <laughs> I enjoyed it for certain reasons. However, I. This is the first time I've ever seen it. We don't even need to talk about the Nevers because I think it's really good and I can talk about it a lot. But the first time where I've gone to uh, a subreddit to look at fan theories and kind of discuss with people that I thought everyone that is watching this like is dumb. Like I was reading some of the comments and theories and I got cancer. It was terrible. Like did they even watch the same show? Like they are (laughs) nitpicking some shit that I'm like... That is not what happened at all. Literally, they explained what this was. You don't need to go some deeper, oh, it's about this and an emotional spectrum and this. It's like, People enjoy give... it for fucking, like, X-Men's sake. Like People, people, people give the people who make TV shows way too much credit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, that there's some sort of deep-seated philosophical like lesson it's... running throughout this, and it's not just... They're like, this is going to pay off in season 14. Right. right, you know, it's like they're expecting it to be this like long-running show, and they're like, "Oh, I'm in on the ground floor of guessing." Also, people's obsession with guessing yeah. something that does may not even exist, right? You know, it, it yeah. it's unfortunate because it puts Morpheus. a lot of pressure on well. the <laughs> showmakers to meet some of that demand because there's a lot of them. Well, I mean, I will say there is some shit in there that was seated before that explains some things at the end. And I'd go back to Westworld being one of the better shows like that. Mm-hmm. Like, everything they did had a reason. And when you look back, uh, watch it a second time, you're like, oh, I'm seeing more of this maze than I thought of before. They really set the seeds out early. That yeah, but shows like Westworld for. made people like that. And now they think all shows are like that. Oh, y- okay, yes, yeah. Not all shows not need all to shows be like that. Not all shows are like that. No. Most shows are not like that. <laughs> I'm not watching Modoc for that. <laughs> Watchmen, Westworld. That's it. Those are those are it. Yeah. <laughs> those are the two shows where like you can play around with thinking that these people lost, right? That was another yep. one. Yep. That just ended up super disappointing for everybody. Um, Except for me, because I understood the ending, but. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I I really enjoyed the Nevers. Um, I don't know. I don't know about the whole future. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I get it. I get why they did it. I just kind of wish they hadn't. Because I liked yeah. it before. But it is what it is. They did it. It's done. And I'll enjoy it still. Anthony, you need to watch it so you can know what we're talking about. All right, I'll put it, it on the list. There's it, not anything else on that list. Yes. It's a real <laughs> small list of shows to watch. <laughs> <laughs> just stop working. Yeah. Right? Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to call my boss, and I'll take off the next year. Just to binge watch some stuff. It actually goes really fast. Once you get through the list, then, like... Tony, Oh, Tony, I also need a job to afford the streaming services that are now the same cost oh, as man, I'll let you just borrow money yeah. that I borrow from others. <laughs> and that's how we go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, Netflix is our sponsor from long ago. <laughs> wow, what a deal. <laughs> um... 
So something I, I'm actually excited to hear about is they're making another Highlander movie. Yes. Oh, yeah, with Henry our boy, uh, yeah. And I, I think I, I really thoroughly enjoy him as an actor now. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, no, yeah, I didn't um, before. Because I knew him in Superman, and then before that, he was in, oh, my God, it was the movie remake of, a like, a 60s TV show. The Man from Uncle? Yes. Um, and, you know, he was an all right Superman. I didn't hate him. It wasn't great. And then when they were doing The Witcher, I saw the pictures of him, and I was like, he looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and then I watched the show, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> you loved it when it was covered <laughs> in those. See, I, I also, though, guts. I don't know, though, if he would be, like, okay, if they're going to do a straight reboot, and I assume, Anthony, you are a little bit younger than us. Have you seen the Highlander? Yeah, the, the 80s Highlander? Yes. With Sean Connery? Yes. Uh, that I don't think he's going to be uh, Connor McCloud. Well, he could be. There was a couple different McClouds, though, right? There's a couple different Highlanders. Yes, well, the, I mean, the Highlander show was a whole different right universe with Duncan. Have they announced any it. plot? plot no, they just he's they. There was uh, a rumor, and people were saying it, and then he came out and confirmed that yeah, he is joining. The reboot. So that's about all that is known so far. The, of it. the John Wick director Chad Stahelski is uh, helming the movie, so it's going to be action packed. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you know, he has to say there can be only one. Yep. You have to have that line. <laughs> it can't be overly cheesy. Right. Right. It needs to be executed well. But I think you know, really, what they need to do if they're going to be successful is just use the concept. Right. Don't try to remake the '80s movie. Yeah, that's what I don't want to see. Stuff. And and you know what? Like how most movies go into trilogies, then save like the big, or maybe have a couple of because if you remember the first one, like it kind of got down to only a couple of them. The what was the bad guy's name? Keurig or something? You guys would remember. Keurig. Yeah. Keurigs are evil. <laughs> K cup, his boy K cup. Fuck <laughs> you guys, but that's. <laughs> Um, uh, where where it kept switching back and forth to you know uh, Scotland and then New yep. York and and going back and forth to where he could finally you know have that last fight and then number two went in a whole different direction with aliens and bullshit and all that which we jumped the shark that it's one of the quickest jumpings of the shark in movie history and that's where and that's what, so I don't want a complete reboot I take some of the elements from the show show. Him having relationships with some other immortals, knowing that they may have to eventually decapitate each other, mm -hmm. um, and how that coexists. But I just think everything about the Highlander is just really so. Cool. Now I haven't seen the movie since probably the '90s, or at least college is, is a decade ago. So, um, did outside, you know, they're immortal, right? All of them are immortal. They become more powerful by killing another Highlander. Did they never really ex in that movie? They never really demonstrated that power outside of saying I killed him because I'm more powerful right it was like their combat ability seemed to be but it yeah. didn't really it wasn't visible so I think that would be cool with modern effects and you know don't get into like them casting spells and stuff like that but if you could demonstrate a notable difference between a guy who's killed six other immortals and someone who's killed none 
I think that would be kind of a cool aspect that they could do now. That I think that was one of the big things that I do remember as the original Highlander. Is just like uh, these guys apparently killed everybody, but they don't. There's a lot more lightning when they move around, but it doesn't actually strike the other guy or anything like that, stuff like that. So um, that'd be cool. Also, the Kurgan. Kurgan was the yeah. name of okay. the villain. Yeah, I knew. Um, I, I mean, I, the at least ever, I have a good fucking kind of memory. Did you ever watch Endgame? Which is when the, yeah, Avengers had... Endgame. We've ever no, 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 no. Highlander Endgame, which was Duncan and Connor. Yes. Yeah. I don't re- really remember that one all that well. I did watch the last My ever. My child's named after Connor McLeod. So the the, the last Connor that they McLeod. ever made with uh, oh, what's the guy's name too? Uh, that was Duncan McLeod from the series. With that dude, they had all the cast come back, and it was a made for. I don't think it was in theaters. Adrian Paul. Yes. But it was made for TV movie type, where he finally was the last one, and what he won the was source. being able was able to have kids then, yeah. because that's the one thing immortals can't have kids. And I was like, all that, that movie came just out to... seven years after Endgame. That movie came out in two thousand seven. Oh really? Yeah, the first wow, movie was in nineteen eighty six. Wow, I graduated high school the year before. That's... Oh, that's gross. That's why I moved to Grand Rapids two thousand seven. <laughs> Such a baby. So you know how we always talk about <laughs> synergy within comics and do TV we, shows and everything? Do we use the word synergy? I use it at least. I think I do. <laughs> Tony's like, I've been synergistic my whole synergistic. life. Synergistic. <laughs> so within the last uh, Justice League that came out, number 61, uh, Batman starts uh, talking about a new designation for metahumans. Um, and Naomi, who I don't really know her uh, power set or anything... Um, Naomi McDuffie, who was introduced when uh, Bendis was doing Justice League, uh, he, he, she's now labeled a mega power. So in that world, their people with powers are called metahumans, and they've always just not really had this huge designation where Marvel, as we know, has what they at least call the mutants the mm-hmm. mega levels and then there's alpha and beta and gamma levels and kind of have that with other type of bad guys too but dc has never truly had this so interesting enough that makes me kind of want to know a little bit more of this character to be one of the first mega powers and what character i blacked out when you first started talking <laughs> <laughs> Look on his face. Rage just so came anyways, out the of his CW eyes. has announced that they they're gonna have uh, Naomi the series, so you'll get to know more about this uh, character. Okay, Naomi. I like how you completely ignored the fact that I asked if it was a new character. Yes, because because I, I explained that I want to know about this character. Oh, speaking of CW, about. I did see this: the Powerpuff <laughs> Girls pilot is being redone. I don't know if anybody's even. It's being the redone? Power. Yeah, the same people. Live action one? Yep, the live action one with, uh, was it Chloe? The She's from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. Uh, I forget her name, but um, yeah, uh, all the same actresses for the, the three Powerpuff Girls, but I guess it just completely reworked in the pilot. So That's huh. cool. I'm interested in that. I'm also interested in some other shows that have been picked up, such as Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, That's yeah. getting rebooted. On on uh, the CW. Damn. Uh, CW. How do they even have enough hours in the day to play all these shows? They've got like a million of them. I mean, they don't play the same shows every day. There's a weekly schedule, right? 
<laughs> not enough time. I'm only ho- of home and available 24 hours a day. So, <laughs> uh, one that I'm very looking forward to uh, being rebooted is the 4400. Did you guys ever watch that? Was that the 4400 people disappeared, and then they and then slowly they start kind of yeah. showing up each episode, but they all have powers or strange things that happen to them and pretty much yeah they all have powers are they picking and it things. up or rebooting it it's rebooting it because the, the way that it ended in a way that it i can't exactly remember how it ended but it kind of it it got a last season but it was forced and i don't think it really ended so yes either or that was one of my favorite movies Pretty much give people oh. powers, and I'm all about <laughs> the TV yeah. shows. And it, it preceded uh, Heroes. It's like, and so I always thought Heroes at first was kind of like copying it as well, but it wasn't. I mean, mm-hmm. it's his own thing. And hey, own worlds, whatever. Give me powered people, and I will watch it. But It had Mahershala Ali in it before anybody knew who Mahershala Ali was. It had a lot was. of fucking names in it before people knew who they were. And I don't know who any of these other people are. But the interactions with the people, well... Get out more, Lynn's. <laughs> Talk to people. I do know who Mahershala Ali is, though. Uh, let's see. Oh, tech news. Uh, Snapchat is uh, creating another set of glasses that you can buy. Oh, God. Even though they've literally done three generations of glasses that have never been successful. So, so you can see filters over people's faces in real life? Yeah, yeah. It's all augmented reality stuff. Oh, God. <clears throat> and apparently they actually, I was looking at some articles, and apparently they actually are sitting on uh, $40 million of unsold inventory from previous iterations of this. So when will they learn? Get, uh, and uh, as according to the pattern... The, these will likely cost four hundred plus dollars because each generation's gotten more and more expensive at about a hundred bucks. So you got four hundred dollars on uh, glasses that let you see bubbles and hearts over people's faces. Oh my god! <laughs> Why? It's the future. Why, you guys? The future. Do 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 people want this? Do people actually want? I mean, look at that. There's, there's like fishies and diamonds and. Didn't we learn anything Tony? from Black Mirror? Stuff Ooh, like this never works out. Pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next year's tax returns. <laughs> when is the last time you played your little video game? My Oculus? VR. Yeah. Spent a little bit. Yeah. And you get back into it. <laughs> yes. Shut up. <laughs> I've actually had, I had to box mine because I moved my, in mid remodel my. Uh, office I moved it out my desk stuff out to the living room and I have the rift which had cameras mounted and so I'm like I don't want to screw brand new holes into a wall in my living room and then have to just move it back to my office so I do miss it it was a nice exercise it was fun get some dope music on Beat Saber all the stuff you can download and uh, pistol whip and that stuff kind of stuff and then Tony and I dressing up as cat girls and going into VR chat and you know, meowing at each other. Oh, yeah, that all happened. <laughs> I was like, did you see my face? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> did you guys videotape that? It didn't that? actually happen. <laughs> Tony said no. Actually, they didn't bring it up. But we could. He would. Yeah. He, like, I, tries I mean, to yeah. play it cool, but he totally would try it at least once. I mean, I, he's, he's down for anything. Last week, I talked about the <laughs> Kickstarter for that, like, D&D VR tabletop mm-hmm. simulator. So... 
Um, you could play a cat girl character and just have yourself be a cat girl. So we could look across the table and see Tony as uh, a cat girl, a level 10 cat girl bard, I guess, probably be appropriate. And then uh, you you could go meow oh, rogue, a right? lot. Cat girl, isn't she a thief? Are we talking about a real cat? Yeah, my name will be Meow Lee Cyrus. <laughs> Oh, all right. I don't uh, want to participate in this, but I want video evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be there when it happens. <laughs> in in music news, uh, music news. Mouse Rat is coming out with their debut album end Mouse of August. Rat. Okay, is that the, the Chris Pratt one? Yeah, from, uh, Andy Parks Dwyer's uh, fronting that yes. band from Parks and Rec, uh, but they are legit coming out with a full length album. Wow, is he? I assume he's in the band. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. I, I, it's. Obviously not going to be a real touring band, right. but it's him and vocals and, and the rest August, of Because they, wow. they had a, um, oh, what's his name? Fuck. Uh, Ron Swanson. Um, he's does saxophone. Oh, right. And two and everything. So it sounds like they're getting the band back together to do something. I feels like that cast really, truly became friends. I would think so. And I guess with probably time from the last year of not mm-hmm. having projects, he's probably like, let's, let's well, yeah, do something. They had that reunion. Last mm-hmm. year, like that virtual reunion, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Nick Offerman was the yes. name we're looking for. But... Um, that's kind of about all I had, except for uh, two trailers came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, Anthony, did you see the Spider-Man trailer that they yes. debuted? Yes. And what did you think of that? Uh, it's a little wild. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know how I know you're lying. <laughs> let, me, let me show you the trailer that they actually... Debuted. Busted. Mm-hmm. Oh, that trailer. Yes. Okay. Very clever. Uh, that one. Uh, he is your. He is. If we had sponsors, you would be great. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. every, even if you didn't use it, you'd be like, oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I wear their underwear every day. And Tony it's the most comfortable underwear back, I've ever worn. Tony's in the background, be like, show me your underwear. I don't believe it. <laughs> you know, we're getting paid for it, and he's like, no, no. I don't believe it. Like, well, Tony just lost us a couple thousand dollars, but uh... I mean, I wasn't trying to set you up with anything. I was just more or less hoping you're just gonna say no, so you'd be like, "Well, here's the trailer." I kind of love that, is... that you said yes. Mm-hmm. It was wild because honestly, many people were looking forward to this trailer, and then when they tweeted that out, people were pissed. Were they? Did they tease the trailer was coming out? Yeah. Oh, they're like, "You're gonna see the trailer." That's like yeah, the four. The four thing that they. They had it was just a countdown. It was like, why the fuck did you start with four? Oh, yes. Yes, that one. That was terrible for yeah. them to do. They knew what they were doing then, though. They're yeah. like, people are going to think this Fantastic Four, even though they and pretend the next day, that they didn't three, know. And you're like, oh. What? Is one of them dying again? <laughs> uh, but no, the real trailer that came out, uh, the Eternals one that debuted today. Yes. Lens isn't as hyped. I'm not. And the only reason I'm not is because... I don't know enough about, like, I don't, I can't recall from my memory enough stuff about The Eternals to be like, oh, this looks good. I mean, it looks like a well-made movie, but I don't know, I can't recall enough from my memory to tell if it's, if I'm excited about it or not. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited about any Marvel movie that comes out. This is, uh, so I've stayed away from, like, reading up on a lot of stuff, and I decided to watch this trailer and it got me hyped. I was already hyped anyways, but I feel Wait. like watching this and like 
this is going to get I more people to be excited. How do you feel about John the... Snow uh, and Rob Stark. How do you feel about the Bollywood... Potential Bollywood dance scene with... Uh, I'm all for that. Kumal Nanjiani. I'm all uh, for so I don't. Kumal I don't necessarily recall <laughs> some of the side Eternals like sticks that they had, but they all kind of have their internal trope of like what they do and what they like. And from what I read up, he's trying to be famous, so if that, that's fitting with his character, so I it'll be well, interesting. And as famous as like if he's just trying to be famous as a known. India is the best place to do that. Their Bollywood, Bollywood yeah. stars are like, re- they might not make as much money as Hollywood movie stars, but man, oh man, are they they're, national they're, treasures. It's the thing is, they they don't reach like international fame and like somebody from another culture would get it, but every single Bollywood fan knows, oh, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. obviously in India, that's a seventh of the world's population right, right. there, so. Right. Um, I, I would say I have zero knowledge of Eternals. I have zero, like, history. So I'm just like, cool, new story. That's what it is for me, right? But I think it's that, Marvel, so you're going to see it. Yeah, I think, and, you know, it's I think the approach that a lot of people took with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? No one had heard of Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're like, oh. And it was also not really connected <laughs> to everything else. And they're like, oh my gosh, there's, like, a raccoon in a tree? That sounds so cool. And they just go in and they enjoy it. So I'm hoping I can at least get that out of it. And some, uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. I haven't seen her in a movie And her forever. crazy, uh, I like to pretend I'm not from the United States accent. Yes. <laughs> like her we crazy all don't everything. know, th- we all don't know who her parents are <laughs> yeah. and where she was born and where she she's started. Been married to she's like, <laughs> I'm from Southeastern Eurasia. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> Booze in the book this week is TMNT Best of Splinter. This takes it's a large book, it's like over a hundred pages. However, two of the stories I had already read because this is taking four different stories from uh, Splint like Splinter centric, um, I mean comics, and putting them into one. Uh, after his tragic death uh, two years ago. Uh, yeah, Splinter hasn't really been brought up, so it's kind of nice that they... I forgot that he died. Yes, December 19th, 2019. I'll never forget that day. Reminded me, and now I'm sad. I know. But, uh, one of the best comics ever is IDW's iteration of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I haven't talked about it in a while, mainly because it's hard for a new person to jump on in. There's a lot of lore and Mm -hmm. stuff that has gone on. But this is kind of, uh... You know, a one-shot. Uh, something that you can just read four different stories of Splinter going back from, you know, a couple different uh, publishing stuff for the other ones and then two of the IDW series stories within it. And with that, I'm going to pair it with a rusty nail. So A literal rusty nail. No. Just go grab a nail from one of them wood piles. Use it to take out a Splinter. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have heard of the drink, a rusty yes. nail, right? Yes. And it became famous. Why? I have no idea. Because it cured you from tetanus? No, because of the Rat Pack. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I that's, gotcha. That's the connection. I see. And a Rusty Nail is pretty much one of the simplest drinks you can ever make. It is uh, two parts scotch, half part drambuie, old-fashioned glass, and ice. Scotch and drambuie? Yes. And what it, is drambuie? 
remind me? It's a sweet liqueur. Okay. Scottish liqueur. And it will make it's really sweet. And so the scotch kind of. Yeah. So they really blend. So if it's too uh, scotchy, <laughs> add a little bit more. That's the best Grand way to describe scotch. <laughs> <laughs> too sweet, add a little more scotch. And um, continue the back and forth until you're wasted. Yes. What, why is it called a rusty nail? Is it because of the color of it? Does it look like rust water? I think, yes, because it yeah. does look that rusty. Well, the, I guess I don't know the, the real. The core is kind of creamy, so it kind of flows. It doesn't, like, mix. Oh. And so it's got that kind of, like, rusty two-color brown. Gotcha. Brown and brown. Couple. Mmm, my favorite combination of colors. <laughs> brown on brown. It's good and it's strong, just like Master Splinter. Aww. <laughs> uh, that's all I got, folks. That's it for this week. Anthony, you got a quote? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Did you bring back quotes? <laughs> Last, Last week, I went up. Uh, didn't you give me, like, a prompt? I think you prompted me, and I, I made something up. Um, well, this is working out. Glasses. <laughs> glasses? Like, eyeglasses? Yes, or, like, prompt, glasses? Yeah. Um, I would... I, I'll just say, uh, be careful when you look through the looking glass. Because the thing on the other side looks back. There you go. All right, stay thirsty for more of that. <laughs>